Hello, friends. Hello, listeners. Hello, colleagues. This is the Platinum Business Break Podcast, and we're so glad you're listening on one of the popular podcast apps like uh, Spotify or Amazon Podcasts or iHeartRadio or even Apple Podcasts. We're there, too. And also, if you're watching this uh, on video, you're probably watching this from YouTube. This is our vidcast. So, again, we appreciate you watching and or listening in today's episode. It's Season 3, Episode 14, The Way Business Should Be, Part 6. And today, we're going to talk about something just as exciting as the rest of them have been. And this episode is sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. We were founded to help turn small to medium-sized businesses into world-class organizations. It's easy, and we can help you do that. Again, that's PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com. So we're going to jump right in again. Uh, Continuing on the theme of the way business should be, had an epiphany uh, right after my vacation, uh, or actually during my vacation, and what I wrote down was how business should be. I think business is really has become too difficult. It's it's hard. People are stressed out. E- even you know from COVID, we're you know you thought we would have learned these lessons, but we haven't. You know we don't have any vision. We don't have any leadership. We don't have any core values. We don't have any purpose. We don't have any processes, and that's why business is tough right now. And this is most businesses, whether you're small or even large publicly traded companies. I see it all the time. So anyway, I wrote down my manifesto and, you know, kind of reset my compass. That's why those of you who are watching see a compass on the screen. So today's point is point number six. It should be easy for customers to do business with your company, and you should execute the basics flawlessly. All right, is that too much to ask? I don't think so. All right, I'm going to uh, reference a few books here. The first one is one of my favorite. This is an older book. Uh, it's by a gentleman named Chet Holmes. He's uh, passed away several years ago, but it's called The Ultimate Sales Machine. And it's still a great book. Again, it's a little dated, but there's a lot of good information. One of the big takeaways that I've got is you know, you got to have all your processes down. That means all the way from answering the phone maybe responding to an internet lead all the way through delivering the product and the service. And what Chet Holmes says in that book is you leave nothing to chance. And he's talking about, he's really more talking from a customer service or, or, or a phone sales standpoint where you have scripts, you know, all the objections. In other words, if someone calls, you know exactly what you're going to tell them or who you're going to point them to, right? So that's that's book number one. Now, book number two is uh, Raving Fans by Ken Blanchard and Sheldon Bowles. And this is another great Ken Blanchard book. Um, I've been kind of on a Ken Blanchard kick recently. Again, he's the author of The One Minute Manager, so I don't know why I've tuned into him later in life, but really good stuff. Here's a quote from Ken Blanchard. Uh, Your customers are only satisfied because their expectations are so low because no one else is doing better. Just having satisfied customers isn't good enough anymore. If you really want a booming business, you have to have, or you have to create rather, Raving Fans, and that was by Kim Blanchard. So th- both those books are great. So if you haven't read either one, I put those on your t- to-read list. Uh, you'll, you'll get something from both of them, I guarantee it. All right, we're going to jump in. So I'm going to read. This is going to be Stats Day. And again, this is stats to, to, to back all this up because I know companies out there are not making it easy for customers to do business with them. I know businesses out there are not executing the basics flawlessly. And the basics start with the first time the customer comes in contact with your business. So I'm going to uh, reference some 
data or some information that I got from a great article uh, on helpscout.com. And the author was Mercer Smith, or is Mercer Smith, uh, actually dated June 22nd, 2023, so recent as of the recording of this podcast. And again, I'm just going to just go down through a lot of statistics. Again, the author um, put a lot of statistics in there with references, so I'm just going to just go just go down. All right, the first category we're going to talk about is bad experience. Okay, and here's some statistics. These are going to knock your socks off, so it's going to hit you between the eyes. So here we go. Uh, according to uh, Ruby Newell Ledger's Understanding Customers, it takes 12 positive customer experiences to make up for one negative experience. Wow. 65% of customers say they have changed to a different brand because of poor experience. Next, after more than one bad experience, around 80% of consumers say they would rather do business with a competitor. And that's from Zendesk. Here's another one. Only one in five consumers will forgive a bad experience. That's 20% at a company whose customer service they rate is very poor. Nearly 80% will forgive a bad experience if they rate the service team as very good. That's from Qual Qualtrics XM Institute. And last one on this page, 78% of customers have backed out of a purchase due to poor customer service. Oh, I know I have. I've walked out of a car dealership <laughs> one time. Because it was bad. Just, just saying, um, that's that's a huge. Now we're going to continue. There's some more. Let's talk about angry customers, and we've all had them. And there's a lot of them. It's because we're not doing things right. So here we go. Nearly 70% of customers are irritated when their calls are transferred from one department to another. It happens all the time. That's from Zendesk. Here's the next one. Feeling unappreciated is the number one reason customers switch products and services. That's from New Voice Media. Next, 33% of customers are most frustrated by having to wait on hold, and 33% are most frustrated by having to repeat themselves to multiple support reps. Who's, everyone's had that. That's according to HubSpot Research. 70% of unhappy customers whose problems are resolved are willing to shop with the business again. Okay, that's a good statistic to know. All right, next. Nearly 60% of customers feel that long holds and wait times are the most frustrating part of service experience. So again, that's according to Zendesk. Now, again, a lot of that, I, I believe it's just hard to find people to work in those jobs because uh, there's fewer people doing it, so therefore you're waiting longer. All right, we continue with angry customer. 35% of customers have become angry when talking to customer service, according to American Express. Next. 27% of Americans report that ineffective service is their number one customer service frustration. That's according to Statista. And another one next from Statista. 12% of Americans rate their number one service frustration as lack of speed. Next, 72% of customers say that explaining their problem to multiple people is poor customer service. Dimensional research I, happens weekly to me. Um, Anytime I call anything for support. Next, 79% of consumers who used online feedback to complain about poor customer experience were ignored. And that's according to Harris Interactive. I can believe that one. That's terrible. All right, we're going to bring this one home. Angry customer, last three. 84% of customers report that their expectations had not been exceeded in the last interaction with customer service. That's according to Harvard Business Review. Next, 78% of customers had given up on transactions because of negative customer experience. 
It's courting American Express. Again, that's like the other one, just walking out of a car dealership, uh, stopping a purchase because of poor customer service or poor experience. And the last one, 67% of customers in a call in frustration when they cannot reach a customer service representative, according to Glance. All right, so people are mad. People are not happy out there. You get it? Now, one of the things, again, this is going back to the Ken Blanchard book is uh, raving fans is customer feedback. It's really important for companies to get customer feedback, whether it's uh, you're, you're calling them, whether it's a survey or whether they can actually rate online. And again, I know my, my, my wife and I, we personally, we, especially if we're buying something on Amazon, we look at the ratings and it does influence our decisions. So it's very, very, very important. But one of the things that Ken Blanchard says is create that feedback loop. It's not just uh, you know feedback from customers, but it's also feedback from people within the company. How often does leadership get feedback from their team members about how they're doing? Not very much, I guarantee you. So let's let's look at some statistics here regarding customer feedback. Ninety percent of customers rate an immediate response as essential or very important when they have a customer service question. Sixty percent of customers define immediate as ten minutes or less according to HubSpot. Next, more than 70% of consumers believe that companies should collaborate on their behalf so they don't have to repeat information to different representatives. That's according to Zendesk. Now, I know that's, again, uh, how many times have you called? You, you've, uh, you've called maybe a bank or some, for some tech support or even a, or booking an appointment at a car dealership for service. You have to tell your story again and again and again. That gets tiring. Next, 90% of consumers worldwide consider issue resolution as their most crucial customer service concern. That's according to KPMG. Next, 70% of customers report that technology makes it simple to take their business to a competitor if needed. That's according to Salesforce. You know what? That's true. You can look up a competitor. You can look up ratings for a competitor very easily now because of the Internet, because of the web. All right? They're out there. Customer feedback continued. Next. 71% 71% of consumers aged 16 to 24 believe that a quick response from a service team can drastically improve their customer experience. And I think that's everyone. That's just not that, that demographic. Next, almost 90% of customers report trusting a company whose service they rate as very good. On the other hand, only 16% of those who give an inferior rating trust companies to the same degree. That's according to uh, Qualtrics XM Institute. Right next, 70% of a customer's journey is based on how the customer feels they're being treated. Wow, that's for McKinsey, that's true. Next, a customer is four times more likely to switch to a competitor if the problem they're having is service-based. Bain and Company, for example, we had a vehicle, um, we were trying to have some body work done in one particular dealership. Um, man, they, they were terrible. They were absolutely terrible. And we ended up going to another, it was a hail claim, by the way, hail damage. We went to a competitor and guess what? No problem. And I won't go into the details, but we switched. We switched to, to a competitive uh, dealership, same brand, but a different dealership because of poor service. All right, next one. Nearly 90% of consumers trust a company whose service they've rated is very good to take care of their needs. That's again, Qualtrics, uh, XM Institute. All right, now. We're going to kind of start bringing this one home. So, you know, as we're trying to execute those basics flawlessly, as we're trying to make it easy for customers to do business with us, one of the things you can do is add that personal touch. Personal touch is very, very important. Here's some statistics to back that up. 
Customers say service agents' awareness of sales interactions is fundamental to keeping their business, according to Salesforce. Next, 80% of customers say the experience a company provides is just as necessary as the products or services. Boy, that's true. Again, people don't remember what you tell them. They remember how you make them feel. That's true with companies and businesses as well. Next, 63% of consumers expect businesses to know their unique needs and expectations, while 76% of business-to-business buyers expect the same thing. That's according to uh, Salesforce research. So, yeah, so if you're in business-to-business, you better be a little more on top of your game because when you're calling on a customer, they expect you to know a lot more about them uh, than, than, say, consumers do. All right, next, 59% of customers believe that companies need to provide cutting-edge digital experiences to keep their business, according to Salesforce. I think that's true. Amazon has proved that time and time again. And last on this page, 90% of people are more likely to trust a company if they have a firm privacy policy. And again, I think if you uh, provide your email and start getting a lot of spam, you go, oh, shouldn't have given that email. That's why we all have throwaway emails for that sort of thing, right? Okay. Personal touch continued. Your online conversion rate can improve by roughly 8% when you include personalized consumer experiences, according to Trustpilot. 88% of people trust companies that vow not to share their personal information without permission, according to Salesforce. 92% of customers appreciate companies giving them control over what information is collected about them, also from Salesforce. Next, 23% of businesses use social media as a tool to collect and analyze data. That's according to Gartner. I'm surprised it's not higher than that. Uh, 79% of customers are willing to share relevant information about themselves in exchange for contextualized interactions in which they're immediately known and understood. In other words, I think that just means they'll share more personal information if it's relative or relevant to the product or service they're looking for. And the last two, um, regarding personal touch, 56% of customers don't mind sharing their personal information in exchange for better service. And then last, on average, customer service agents only ask for customers' names 21% of the time. Um, Yeah, I I can believe that. I'm I'm thinking, you know, whether you're in a restaurant or wherever, a lot of times, like the server, they'll tell you their name, but they don't usually ask you your name until, you know, they see your credit card and, and and say, oh, here, here, Mr. So-and-so or Ms. So-and-so from the credit card. So that's interesting. All right. Now, part of all this is the, the customer experience. Again, executing the basics flawlessly, making it easy for them to do business with you. If you do, they're going to spread the word. So this, you see, word of mouth. You see the graphic there, a girl with a megaphone shouting it from the rooftop. And this is what happens when customers are uh, you know, talking about your business to other people, word of mouth. So here we go. of consumers will share their customer service experience, whether good or bad. More than one-third report posting on Facebook, followed closely by Instagram. That's according to CFI Group. And I see a lot of that on uh, Facebook, by the way. Uh, You know, both good and bad service, but mostly bad service. Again, we we heard the, the old analogy, bad news travels faster than good news. Next, 87% of consumers read online reviews for local businesses. Uh, you know, that, no, still, I think that's probably, you know, that's right, maybe higher. 72% of customers will share their good experiences with others. Absolutely. Next one. 72% of customers will tell six or more people if they have a satisfying experience. 
I know I do. If I well, it's not even satisfying experience. If it's just amazing experience, I'll tell people. Uh, may not be six, but at least two or three. All right, next one. Ninety-four percent of American customers will recommend a company whose service they rate is very good. Again, as Kim Blanchard said, not just satisfied customers, raving fans. Word of mouth continued. Sixty-seven percent of customers report a terrible customer experience as the reason for switching business. Only 13% of consumers will recommend a company whose customer service they've rated is very poor. I'm surprised it's that high. All right, next one. 50% of customers say they don't share their bad or good service experiences through social media. Oh, that's kind of surprising. And, and yeah, I can see that. I, I, I agree with that statistic. Uh, some people just don't. Uh, they're, they're just going to not go to that business or patronize that business anymore, and it'll eventually catch up with them. All right, next one. 33% of consumers would recommend a brand that provides a quick but ineffective response. All right, so what does that say? Just got to throw it out there, see what sticks. Doesn't have to be perfect. And last one on this page. 78% of customers who complain to a brand on their Twitter account expect a response within an hour, according to Lithium. Um, yeah, maybe if they've got someone um, monitoring that. Of course, Twitter, so it's not even Twitter anymore. It's X. That's confusing. I used Twitter, and you know, I, I I didn't get an email or a notice or an announcement. It just like one day you turn it on, it was X. So that's bizarre. Um, word of mouth continued. And this is the last few. Thirteen percent of customers tell fifteen or more people if they have a negative experience. Seventy nine percent of customers who share their complaints online see their complaints ignored. Yep, I see that all the time. Only 17% of consumers would recommend a brand that provides a slow but effective solution. And here's the last one. Only 1 in 26 customers will tell a business about their negative experience, according to a customer service facts. The rest simply leave. Now, again, part of that is, uh, you know, when I see, especially on Facebook or some ad, you, you know, of course, you got your jerks who are just going to say dumb stuff, but actual legitimate complaints, I don't see companies really responding consistently i mean really that if you're having that many complaints or maybe your social media manager should be having someone who's specifically answering those com, um, complaints but again like i said earlier from the chet holmes book is you leave nothing to chance whatever the complaint is you have a response ready and you better back it up with action i think that's the really most important thing all right but there is some good news yes i waited to the end on this so if you do execute the basics flawlessly, and if you do make it easy for customers to do business with you, here's some of the things you can expect. All right, let's start with the first one. 68% of consumers say they're willing to pay more for products and services from a brand known that offers good customer service experience. That's according to HubSpot. I agree with that 100%. Um, for example, uh, I've got a lot of grocery stores, and I, I won't name brands or chains, but there's one that's... Uh, a little bit closer, but they also have a people are friendlier. Um, the inventory looks great. The the shit the store is always clean. I'll pay more. I certainly will. Okay, next one for eighty six percent good customer service turns one time clients into long term brand champions, according to Coros. I think that's correct. Next one, eighty nine percent of consumers are more likely to make another purchase after a positive customer service experience. According to uh, Salesforce. 
And last one on this page, 93% of customers are likely to make a repeat purchase with companies who offer excellent customer service. That's HubSpot. Okay, you get it? There's a theme here. Over 80% of customers will turn into long-term customers if they have a great experience with your company. All right, good news continued. If the company's customer service is excellent, 78% of consumers will do business with them again, even after a mistake. Wow, that's according to Salesforce. That's huge. Next one, increasing customer retention rates just by 5% can increase profits by between 25 and 95%, according to Bain & Company. Little incremental changes have big rewards. That's what that tells me. All right, next one. Nearly three out of five consumers report that good customer service is vital for them to feel loyalty towards a brand, according to Zendesk. Next, a good customer service experience heavily impacts recommendations. Customers who rate a company's service as good are 38% more likely to recommend that company. All right, last one on this page. Investing in new customers or obtaining new customers is between five and 25 times more expensive than retaining existing ones, according to Invest. Okay, now I think we've all heard that. I mean, especially if you're business to business and you're in sales, you've heard that. It's cheaper to keep an existing customer than to acquire a new one. All right. Last two here, the good news, 83% of customers agree that they feel more loyal to brands that respond and resolve their complaints, according to Coros. And the last one, businesses can grow revenues between 4 and 8% above their market when they prioritize better customer service experiences. That's from Bain & Company. All right, they give you a lot of statistics today to back that up, but isn't it clear? Executing the basics flawlessly, making it easy for customers to do business with you. Now. Again, those are two easy things to say. It has to go back to what's the vision of the company, all right, what's the mission, what are the core values, what processes do you have in place, the people, people, the people are important. Are your people trained? Do they understand the vision? And again, you, all that culminates to, to what we're talking about. So. Um, I, again, it's just another point I want to drive home. If you do these things, your business could be world-class. And who doesn't want their business to become world-class, to be one of the top few percent, maybe the top one percent in your industry? It's not that hard to do. It just takes commitment, and you got to see the big picture, and you got to be willing to, to stay with it when it gets tough, because it will get tough. It's just like everything else. It's like whether you're dieting or exercising, you know, the first day is great, but it gets tough before it gets better. So that's all I'm saying. Anyway, that is it. Uh, that is the Platinum Business Break for today. Again, this is The Way Business Should Be Part 6. Uh, the title was Executing the Basics Flawlessly and Making It Easy for Customers to Do Business with You. It's Season 3, Episode 14. We're so glad you're here. We're so glad you listen, and Thank you very much. Again, this was sponsored by Platinum Business Consulting. And if this resonates with you and you think, um, hey, I'd like for these uh, guys to work with me, like, reach out to us. Uh, either info at PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com or at our website, PlatinumBusinessConsulting.com. Just scroll to the bottom. There is a contact form, and we'd love to hear from you. Anyway, that's all we got. We look forward to the next episode. So uh, thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye.